The two things that concern me, one are those who just try to make this a political issue, freedom. I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. No, I mean, come on, freedom. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, let's go, Brandon. News Talk 550 KTSA. God, I can't stand him. Freedom. Blah. <laughs> you know, what a jerk. Yeah, freedom to kill you. It's, let me tell you something, Corn Pop. This freedom thing's got to go. That's your president. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. He's in a town hall with Andy Cooper. <laughs> gay Andy Cooper. You know, I got nothing against gay people. But Andy Cooper, you know, reinforces just about every negative gay stereotype there. He even has a silly, high-pitched laugh. You know what I mean? So it was... <laughs> well, he does, man. Not all gay dudes talk like that. You know, it's just... Anyway, so he's... uh, he, he, There was a town hall on CNN with the president last night. Oh, by the way, he got a... When he said... The, the big takeaway... I didn't watch it because, you know... I'm having stomach issues, and I, I just don't want to get sick. You know, I, I, watching Biden on CNN—that's that's that's a big old dose of obnoxious. You know what I mean? Watching Ander, Anderson Cooper kiss his ass all night, kisses his old pterodactyl ass all day all, for an hour or two, or whatever the hell it was. So I didn't watch it, but I picked up the highlights, and one of the highlights is uh, Andy Cooper. Uh, asks the president, you know, uh, first responders and cops to be mandated to get vaxxed or uh, stay home or, or get fired. And Biden's response is yes and yes. What a stinking old fart jerk he is. He really is, man. Chris, I bet his farts smell like a mausoleum. You know what I mean? He's just, he's just, an, he's just an old creep. So I don't know. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's fart smell like a mausoleum. <laughs> oh God! So I didn't want. I, you know, I, I didn't. Well, what is the benefit of watching Joe Biden on CNN? Do you know? What, and he got applause for that. Oh, by the way, yeah, when he said that about the cops and first responders, the the morons they packed the studio with applauded. Oh, that's good. The police should be fired. Don't get vexed. Do you have it? Yeah, Stay at home or let go? Yes and yes. Uh, and by the way. And then he goes on and this crap about, well, you know, the, the mandates are working <laughs> because, you know, uh, let's see, you know, United, Southwest Airlines, 98% vaxxed. Police Department's 98, 97% vaxxed. And again, the morons are like, oh, it's crazy. Mandates work. Yeah, 98%. Sean. You know, and it's like, well, I know, but dude, <laughs> or dude hat, whichever liberal moron happens to be listening to the show right now, okay, it's, it's, if you, if you fire, all, I mean, this, if you fire all the vaxxed people, well, yeah, you're probably going to have a percentile of vaxxed. In around 98. Who are the two percenters, though, that still are working and aren't vaxxed? They keep a couple of token, you know, not vaxxed people around, you know? 
because 100% would be 200, like, maybe even the morons would see through that. So, like, Chris, you got to keep a couple of dudes who are, like, not vaxxed so they can say, 98%. But if you fire all the vax people, yeah, well, you, obviously your percentage is going to go up. Duh. Yeah, it's just simple. I'm not all that sharp at math, but even old, a simple old cave dweller such as myself could figure that crap out, man. <laughs> Let's see. Let's go with the gay thing, Chris. Let's say in a room, let's say uh, at, a, at a, uh, a boutique or a store, you know, they they got, uh, let's see, f- four white guy or straight guys and six gay guys working there. That would mean their uh, their percentile of straight dudes to gay dudes would be, what, 60-40, right? 60% of gay people working for us is not good enough. It's not diverse enough. So we're firing all the straight dudes. And then you, you, you would say what? Our staff is 100% gay. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's what it is. Again, I got nothing against gay people. I just like saying gay on the air because it sounds funny to me. Gay. Um, so, you know, there it is. That, uh, that was uh, your president last night on CNN. Which is about as edifying as hitting yourself in the head with a small hammer repeatedly. Because they're just going to kiss his ass. Come back with dust on their lips. <laughs> Mummy dust. <laughs> when you kiss Joe Biden's ass. Julian, that's why you don't have a gig. Because he didn't kiss his ass. That's why you're out of a gig. The gay dude's got a gig, right? We said that yesterday. Julian Castro, no gig, man. Kamala Harris is the freaking vice president. Bet that burns you up a bit. Bet that burns your biscuits, Julian. Anyway, Julian needed to kiss Joe's ass a little bit more. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that when you kiss Joe Biden's ass, you come back with mummy dust all over your, all over your lips. How's that make you feel? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Mummy dust. Sometimes I crack my own self up, man. Just every now and again. So Alec Baldwin, wow, wow. Um, if you're if you're just waking up or you haven't heard about this, uh, Alec Baldwin was shooting a a, a western uh, in what New Mexico, I believe, uh, at some ranch or something. And uh, he, I don't, I, I'm still not certain if they were actually shooting a scene. I don't think Dennis. I don't think there's been any confirmation if they were actually shooting a scene or rehearsing a scene or what exactly was going on. Yeah, I don't know the specific thing, but they were there filming. So, oh, okay. So yeah. because because and Dennis pointed out very, you know, uh, that was a great observation that he he put that he's handed a gun by the prop master or whomever, and he fires the weapon, and the director of the movie is critically wounded, I believe, and and these. Uh, the director of photography, a woman who is 42, uh, is is killed. And as Dennis pointed out this morning, well, very obviously, they were standing by a monitor because they both would have been there, you know, watching the scene. And he must have fired in, you know, towards the camera or towards them. Wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. I, I got to think this through. Well, some directors are different. Sometimes, and I don't know how they operate, but some directors like to be like right at the camera. Some people right. like to be away from the camera. So I don't know. They may have been away from the camera, and just the way that the scene was being shot, he may have been pointing in a certain direction that happened to be where they are. Right. Um, if they're away from the camera, or if they're right next to the camera, um, he would be. If you're so, if you're watching the film, what you would be seeing is him pointing the gun in the direction of where you are watching it. Right. 
Right. Because not very obvious, not very obviously, these two would have been together. Uh, or close to, you know, obviously if he fired the weapon and there was a live round in it, it obviously went through him and got her. I, I'm, I'm surmising. I don't really, we don't really know. And, you know, there's all kinds of speculation. There's photographs of him, you know, looking pretty upset. And they said he was crying pretty heavily. And, and I guess the quote now that we have from somebody who was on set is, why did they hand me a hot gun? Why did they hand me a hot gun? So, and, you know, I, I look, let me get this off my chest, too, okay? I don't, Alec Baldwin is, by all accounts, personally an ass. I mean, you, you see, we've seen it with our own eyes. He called his own daughter a selfish pig. He's one of those guys that's got a hot temper, and if he gets pissed off at you, big Mr. Liberal will drop every racial slur and every gay slur, you know, in the room. Uh, yeah, as far as his acting, he's, he is a hell of an actor. I, I, I'm not, I'm going to be such a jerk that I say, you know, he's not a good actor. He's a good actor. He's a great, he's a very good actor. I don't think he's, you know, the greatest, but he's, you know, I remember, uh, Chris Glenn, Gary, Glenn Ross. Did you ever see that? Coffee is for closers. You know, it's a great, he's got one scene in the movie and he steals the whole movie, uh, or sets the tone for the entire flick. Uh, he was in the original talk radio with, or the original, the only talk radio with Eric Bogosian. Uh, Beetlejuice, you know, Hunt for Red October. I mean, he, The Departed. He was brilliant in The Departed, you know. So I'm not, I'm not gonna say it was a, he's a bad actor because he's a really good actor. But he, personally, you know, we know he's kind of a jerk. I, so, but I don't know what happened. I don't wish this on anybody, but Chris had an interesting theory that I'm going to get into when we get back. Chris, do you mind if I toss it out there? Because that is kind of an in- interesting theory on this. 210, because, look, I, I, I don't know how it is on a movie set. I've never acted in a, in a movie. I just know that as somebody who has handled weapons now for 15, 20 years, you know, if somebody, even on a movie set, if somebody handed me a weapon, Trey and I were talking about this, anybody who has actually handled weapons, real weapons and not play acting, would check the gun first. You, you couldn't hand Trey Ware a gun, and he wouldn't check it. You couldn't hand me a gun, and I wouldn't check it. You know what I mean? Uh, 2 and 0, 5, 9, 9, 55, 55. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. The phone lines are open if you want to jump in here. 2 and 0, 5, 9, 9, 55, 55. 2 1 0, 5, 9, 9, 55, 55. Spock. I don't know where that came from. Well, we're still we're still grabbing our minds around the Alec Baldwin thing, and then we'll get into some, some you know other things. Because I'm still now I'm 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 I thought I had it figured out, but when Dennis Foley said you know that the director and the the director of photography would have been you know behind the he maybe shooting into the camera or filming a scene, but then I thought well they may not be by the camera, right? So, I mean, how do they, how do they get shot? Well, Chris had an interesting theory, and I'm not trying to make light of this. It's very tragic, but I mean, Chris had an interesting theory that Baldwin is kind of a jerk. And was he horsing around with the gun? You know what I mean? Like, did they hand him the gun? And then thinking it was a prop gun, he pretended to, like, shoot the director? Chris, is that what you kind of, basically what you're saying? Like, he was, he was screwing around, and that's what happened? 
because Chris said he, the quote is, why did they hand me a hot gun? Why did they hand me a hot gun? So, you know, maybe he was messing around, and I, I don't know. I don't know, but we will, it'll be figured out, and we'll learn very shortly what happened, I imagine. But his life has been irrevocably changed. His life is changed forever, man. And that, and I don't, and I, you know, I, I said this on where I don't wish this on anybody. I, I'm not a big, fa- I'm not a big fan of him personally, because he's kind of a jackass. I, I do think he's a good actor, but I don't wish this on anybody. You know, it's it sucks, man. It's going to follow him the rest of his life. So we'll see what happens next. One more celebrity thing, and and I, I this may or may not be important to you. And we will take calls on the on the Alec Baldwin thing, but why do I care that Adam Sandler is eating a freaking pickle in New York? Can somebody some there's some stuff on on social media that is so in, insipid. Chris, have you seen that? It's this picture that I keep seeing of Adam Sandler in New York eating a pickle out of a jar of pickles. It's actually not a very attractive picture of Adam Sandler eating anything. Well, he kind of looks like a pickle. He kind of does. It's like a pickle eating a pickle. And the, the, the caption is, worth over $42 million. And here he is, not wearing expensive clothes, walking through New York, eating a jar of pickles. Maybe he's eating Rick. <laughs> I just, I don't, the hell do I care that Adam freaking, how does that, it makes him a great human being that he eats pickles out of a jar? I'm supposed to think that's great? You know what? He may be worth over forty-two million, forty-two four hundred twenty million, but his movies suck, man. When's the last time that guy made a good movie? Well, they're all his movies. They're all his movies. He, he He's got to, the same people in them. He wants to take a vacation, so he makes a movie. Yeah, he makes a freaking rom-com with the usual bunch of you know not funny people anymore, you know, and then he ends up tongue kissing Drew Barrymore, and it's like, eesh. Rod Schneider playing somebody. Rob Schneider always plays the weird friend, right? Who's the fat guy that was in Mall Cop? Oh, Paul Blart. Paul Blart. uh, James, Kevin James. James, Kevin James is always in the stinking movie. My my wife and stuff, they'll sit and watch that crap, and it's like, I always feel like I'm being gypped. I'm just paying for your freaking vacation, man. And his wife's in every movie, too. His wife's in every stinking movie. Hey, you see that Adam Sandler voice. He's like Woody Allen, you know, like Woody Allen would all do these romantic comedies, you know, and he's an old man, and it's just going to eesh. Okay, Annie Hall worked for you, dude. Everything after that, no. And it's like that with Adam Sandler, you know, him playing the love interest is just, ugh. Ugh. Like, I like his early flicks that, that were funny. This is The Water Boy. I thought that was a funny movie. But then he started making these dumbass Drew Barrymore rom-coms. And it's just, oh, dude, stop, please. You got $420 million. Why must you assault my senses and my intellect with this just crap? Ugh. Just pickle movies. And now I'm supposed to think he's just a great human being because he's eating a freaking jar of pickles. It's all, I can't stop seeing the picture. It's everywhere, man. Oh, look at him, Oh, he eats pickles. <laughs> if he was eating a jar of gravel, I think it might be interesting. But he's eating, he's eating a freaking pickle. What is that? He's Gandhi because he eats a pickle? You know what I mean? The hell do I care? Uh, <laughs> Here's Richard. Yeah, hey, Sean. Hey, Richard. Yeah, man, I tell you what. Uh, 
happy Friday and go Strohs. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I called in about the gun deal. Right. Uh, when I was six or seven years old, squirrel, and I know you like squirrels. Well, I like them too, but the dumplings are good too. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Uh, you're just a yeah. you're always you're like a walk in a time machine, man. So what happened? Uh, my grandfather taught me that when you're holding a rifle, a shotgun, a pistol, whatever, you always treat it as if it's loaded. Yes. Even you just unloaded and the breech is open and all. Right. That, it doesn't matter. You either point it at the ground or you point it at the sky. Absolutely. So you know, I maybe he was that. horsing around. I don't know. I get, but you don't horse around with with a with a with a gun that's capable of killing things, you know. I agree, man, Richard. I I appreciate the call, man. Happy Friday to you. You know, I, I we don't know. It could be just as simple as the prop guy handed him a, a gun that had a, a had live rounds in it. I don't know. Like I said, we'll find out fairly soon. I imagine. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Adam Sandler, the freaking pickle. I don't care. I do. It's like all the endless Keanu Reeves memes, you know, about what a great freaking human being he is. I get sick of that crap, too. Was the pickle gluten-free? <laughs> Dennis? Um, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Yeah, man. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. We'll talk about the Alec Baldwin thing because we're trying to figure out kind of how this happened because, you know, Brandon Lee and, and other folks, for the other, it's, it's a rare damn thing for somebody to get shot on a movie set, but it's usually another actor does, you know what I mean? Like an actor shoots another actor in a scene with, that has, you know, with Brandon Lee, uh, they had a prop weapon that had a live round in it or stuck in it or whatever. Uh, and it was an actor who shot him during a scene. But with Alec Baldwin, you have a director, a photographer, a director of photography, and the director who were shot. And the more I think about it, it's like, well, that's weird. <laughs> you know, because you, you wouldn't think they would be in the line of fire in any kind of scene that you would be shooting. At first, it kind of made sense to me. But then the more I thought about it, and Chris had a theory that maybe he was horsing around. Now... It's still one way or the other a matter of somebody being handed a hot, you know, a gun with a, with with live rounds in it. But now, and I, I'm I'm not going to say who, but I, I somebody I, I know here in the building mentioned that they saw an article, and I've been trying to find it, and I can't, I have I haven't been able to find it. it was, I think it's a Hollywood Reporter story, but I haven't been able to, been able to find it or locate it yet. That says, and this is this is new, that a a witness on the set said that they had just finished a scene. Now, again, I don't know. Had just allegedly had just finished a scene. The director wanted to do it again, and Alec Baldwin like said something to the effect of, well, "Why don't I just blanking shoot you both?" Boom, boom. Now, I, I don't know. I have I cannot verify that in any way, shape, or form. Keep listening to KTSA because you may hear it be get verified at some point. Uh, but if that's true, Chris, then your theory is absolutely correct. Because I can't figure out that the more I think about it, how did they get shot? You know what I mean? How did that happen? Well, Dennis's theory made sense. If you know they're behind the camera, then and he's shooting towards the camera, then 
you know, maybe. And, and I, yeah, I, but still, the bullets, if you're shooting at the, at the well, like, you know. Originally, I thought maybe it was, you know, uh, a through and through. Like, the first person it went right through them. And, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because, I mean, if those, those old West guns, if it's what I think, you know, the cannon, basically hand cannon. Uh, a six-shooter or what have you. So a I, Colt or something. Yeah, and it, what, they would have been just maybe... Ten feet, something away. So, but if it comes out that he was screwing around, I mean, it doesn't. No charges have been filed, and I don't. I don't foresee that any charges would be filed. Uh, but still, still an accident, either, but very tragic accident. Yeah. Oh, very tragic. Yeah. But now it's just. I'm I'm one of those guys where I got to figure stuff out. You know what I mean? And so now it's playing in my mind. I can't figure it out. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's George. George, how you doing? Uh, fine. Listen, uh, my son's a DP. He's a he works in the, in the industry off in Los Angeles. And mm-hmm. He graduated from what's AFI, a DP? American, a director of photography. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and uh, he graduated in 2012 from AFI, and Miss Hutchins graduated in 2017 from AFI as well. But uh, oh, I spoke to him last night again this morning. He thinks that this might be related to the rush scheduling. Uh, because of the strike that was scheduled to start on Monday. Oh, I forgot crews, about that. And most of the crews had already down, you know, downsized or not even appeared on the sets uh, because they were expecting to be on strike on Monday. The hour, the Saturday night negotiations that they, the final hour negotiations, and they reopened. So the production was being all these. This one, this particular movie was part of the strike. Would have been part of the strike. But his perception is that everybody was rushed, and many of the protocols, many of the people required to be on set might not even arrived back. Wow. And That's interesting. It, it makes sense that there would be some friction between the producers and the technical crew if they wanted to reshoot a scene. Because that's extra money because they're rushed. Right, right, and, right. And so, so this, my son voted negative. Is voting negative on the on the on the uh, strike the contract? Right. Uh, by the way, because it does not include the uh, the health benefits that the union needed, nor the increased protocols for action hmm. films. Wow. And he, he did not. Uh, uh, he said he can't understand why there wasn't a shield. He's the cameraman. He sits behind the lens. The director sits directly to him, almost shoulder to shoulder. Uh, it was very difficult during COVID times to be so close to another person. But now, what do you mean shield? What do you mean by that? Like in front of them, in case? Kind of, yeah, a plexiglass shield that right. you do, except that there's a hole where the lens can fit through so that it's not distorted by the plex. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah, there's shields and stuff. And sometimes you even wear one over your body. Right. Um, uh, yeah. Wow. But he he is assuming there's no the the union right now is very concerned because of the the kind of fiscal relationships that the uh, New Mexico has with the producers that there may be a delay in any kind of of, of blood testing mm. or any kind of substance of, of all the crew including the actors. Wow. Uh, the other <clears throat> thing is that no no one has disclosed the kind of weapon. It could have been a shotgun. But oh, the yeah. shotguns have very thick right. cardboard projectiles, and we just got a report on on CNN that something hit the uh, Miss Hutchins and ricocheted and hit the director. Wow! So yeah, but the thing is that this 
could be a rush production. Well, I got to go. I'm just out of time. But let me uh, thank you for the insight. And I appreciate it. Thank your son, too. Yeah, he's out there in the field. Okay, thank you, man. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Man, I didn't think about that. There is a strike looming uh, starting Monday. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's 9.53. Did we really spend the whole hour talking about Alec Baldwin? I'm sorry. I'm distracted because I'm watching the trailer for Dune, the new Dune movie. Has anybody seen Dune, the new Dune movie? Spice. Is it any good? Well, it's directed, and I, I told Trey I was going to nerd out on this just a little, because one of my favorite movies is the original Dune from the 80s, which was directed by David Lynch. And I, you know, I don't really look at it as, like, I don't know, I don't, I haven't read the books by Frank Herbert, so I actually ordered the books last night on Amazon, and I want to read the books. I've always wanted to read the books. And it's science fiction. For those of you who are, you know, have no idea what I'm talking about. It's a science fiction series of books that takes place in the, in the distant future on a planet called Arrakis, and it's called Dune because the, there's no rain on Arrakis. It's just all sand. And it's kind of like, Chris, what do you say? It's kind of like Game of Thrones in a sense in that it's about, you know, two planets that are warring for power because on this planet there's this spice that's produced that, you know, people need in the future for for to do all kinds of things. Game of Thrones-y, kind of Mad Max-y. Mad Max-y, Game of Thrones-y. <laughs> Weirdy, you know, and... Uh, spicy. Spicy. And the first movie, yeah, the, so I don't know. The first movie, apparently, people either loved it or they hated it. And the people who hated it were people who had read the books first. I haven't read the book. I love the original movie Dune because it's a David Lynch flick, and he's a weird guy, and I love weird movies. The spice must flow. And uh, those of you who've seen the original will know exactly what I'm talking about. They actually, I forgot, they did a TV movie version about, I don't know, 15 years ago that sucked. But, um, you know, so I'm, I'm really curious because the guy who directed the Blade Runner sequel, which was beautiful... Boring, but beautiful, is the same guy who, who's, I think is Dennis Villeneuve, I think is his name. And he's the same guy who directed Dune. So I'm kind of curious to see this movie. Oh, Alex is going to yell at me. Alex! Rima! Hey! I'd never yell at my buddy Rima. <laughs> What's going on I with you? i got to tell you, brother, if, you ain't never, if you've never read the Dune the books, yeah. you're going to love them. They are some of the best science fiction ever written. Wow. That's and, what I've heard. And when you're done with those, go find, you'll have a hard, hard time finding it. But he uh, he wrote another one, Kali, and the, the name slips my mind. But uh, he, he, he wrote, that guy was one of the greatest science fiction writers ever. I've read a lot of science I, I used to read a lot of Isaac Asimov and Philip K. Dick yep. and Heinlein and, and guys like that. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know how I missed Dune. I don't know why I've never read Dune. Uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna love it. They're 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 very very well written. Cool, because I got the first three they're, they're, coming they're in the mail. Yeah, they're long though. I'll tell you that. Well, that doesn't bother me. I don't care about that. That's, I don't mind long books. All right, but. good. And 
welcome back. You, everything okay? Everything oh, oh yeah. Oh, no. I, I was off Monday because I had to have an echo test. So I go back okay. next Friday to get the results. So it's just to see if I need this defibrillator still or, you know, if uh, uh, if I have to have one implanted or if I don't need it at all, which is what I'm kind of hoping for. So, right, you know, yeah, no, I, no, I'm okay. I'm, yeah, I'm fine. I just had a – it was a pre-planned – it was a medical appointment. That's all. Awesome. So, all right, man. Thanks for checking well, in. <laughs> all right. Have a, good, have a good weekend, bro. You too, brother. You too. So – is anybody, if you've seen, I mean, I'm not going to talk, talk about doing nerd out the whole hour, but if you've seen it, I really, really would like to hear what your thoughts are. So I think it came out October, October 1st on HBO Max. Is that what it is, Chris? And at the theaters? God, where'd this month go? So if you've seen it, call me up and tell me if it sucks or not. 210-599-5555. And uh, Chris, are you calling me? And oh, okay. And then, uh, I'm, <laughs> Chris will do that every now and again. I'm going to start watching it. Right now? On your phone? Yeah. Can't watch that a Dune movie on your phone. It's not like he's doing anything right now. Wait, what do you mean he's not doing anything? He's a, he's, there it is. The he's first doing one the is right there. Dune. Watch. <sighs> Spice. So, uh, anyway. Well, next hour, I want to talk about what a piece of crap Dr. Fauci is, what a piece of crap Merrick Garland is, and we'll talk to uh, our old friend, our good friend, uh, Rudy J from the ESPN Morning Show uh, at around 10.15. So that's all coming up. Uh, on, on this show. And also, uh, let's see, uh, the Antifa people are back. The Antifa creeps. God, I hate them. I just hate them. They're moronic, violent jerks. They just are. Moronic, violent jerks. Pointless, moronic, violent jerks. And they're in the news again. We haven't heard from them in a while, but they're in the news here in Texas. That's coming up next on News Talk 550 KTSA. I would say this is a bigger darn deal. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. A bigger darn deal. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, six minutes after 10. Happy Friday. I'm Sean. Screwing off even more than usual today because it's Friday. And we're going to talk about Dr. Fauci and the National Institutes of Health. Rand Paul and what we've discovered or what we've come to know now about funding of gain of function research in, at the uh, lab in Wuhan. But first, I got a Dune. This is a Dune review. Jesus. Jesus, how are you doing? Yep. Hey. I'm doing How are you, Sean? Great, man. What are you thinking? Well, I actually had a, a story about the first one when I was a kid. Uh, my uncle and his friend took me to go. We all three of us went to go see it. I was probably about 10 years old. Mm, God. And uh, it was, this, was, this was, I don't know, what, 1986? It snowed here in San yeah. Antonio. And we went to Westlake's Theater. We go to the midnight showing. It was, you know, this was back when they did intermissions on the long movie. Sure, yeah. So intermission, my uncle goes, hey, we're going to go take a quote-unquote smoke break. We'll be back. So they leave me in the auditorium. They take off. They go do what they're going to do. They come back. We finish watching the movie. <laughs> Then we leave, and as we're exiting the theater, we exit the front where they have the little door by the by the movie screen. We come out, and I'm guessing that my uncle and his friend were blazed out of their mind. <laughs> we open the door, and it's I mean the snow is coming down, and my uncle and my and his friend immediately go the spies. 
And they just <laughs> run out of the auditorium. <laughs> they were and stoned. Yeah, and, and the crazy thing is, it never it never hit me until I got older. And I'm right, like, the spice. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. And then it made it even funnier. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. That's yeah, funny. no problem. But you know, when I, I could say this now, he's since passed on, unfortunately. But when I I went to see Star Wars for the first time, when I was ten in 1976, 77, uh, I went with my older brother Roger. Uh, Chris, I think I told you this story. And, you know, Star Wars, nobody had ever seen anything like that before, you know, where that big ship comes over the top. And I can now say this. My brother was stoned off his ass, and uh, and I was 10. I was not, obviously. And I'll never forget the look on his face as that ship went over. He's like, uh, 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 uh. Okay. 210-599-5550. And, by the way, since we've been talking about I'm going to shut up about Dune now and get it back into the, you know, hard news. But Chris, being Chris, brought the new version up on his phone, Dennis. He's watching it right now, right? I know, but he's been coming in here playing it. It's like, I don't want to see it, man. I want to see it until I see it. I don't want to hear the music. I don't want to see the credits. He's playing the he's spoiler. He's torturing me, huh? He's playing the spoiler. Well, I don't want to see it, man. I want to see the movie at the theater. Chris, are you actually watching the new Dune in there? Stop it. Turn it off. I don't want to hear it. Turn it off. Damn you. Damn you. Because I want to see it in, on the big screen, man. God, he's evil. You're pure freaking evil on occasion. It's like he has nothing to do in there. Yeah. Well, that's my show. He really doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I just sit here on my ass and run my mouth. Yeah. Uh, okay, Fauci and the National Institutes of Health. Uh, we uh, now uh, know that, first off, Dr. Fauci lied under oath. When he testified that no American tax dollars went to fund gain of research funding in Wuhan, this is not true. And I, I, I've always known it, but at least that's what I thought. But now we have absolute proof. Uh, let's see. And this is from the Fox story. The National Institutes of Health is now admitting to funding gain of function research on bats infected with coronavirus at a lab in Wuhan, China, despite repeated denials from Dr. Anthony Fauci. <laughs> Dune All the Dune nerds are coming out of the woodwork. Uh, the tax dollars were used on the funding in a letter to Representative James Comer, ranking member of the House Committee on Oversight and Reform, and NIH. An NIH official admits that, quote, a limited experiment was conducted in order to test if spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronaviruses circulating in China were capable of binding to the human ACE2 receptor in a mouse model. The letter states that the laboratory mice infected with the modified bat virus became sicker than mice that were given the unmodified uh, bat virus. Uh, millions of dollars uh, were given in grant money to this EcoHealth Alliance, which funneled at least $600,000 to Wuhan for this gain-of-function research. Uh, Fauci lied. People died. Uh, Senator Rand Paul tweeted... I told you so doesn't even begin to cover it here. Why is this not the lead story everywhere? Why this? In other words, you bought, you paid for the coronavirus. I paid for the coronavirus. We funded the pandemic. And Fauci freaking lied about it under oath. 
First off, he should be brought up on charges immediately of uh, of uh, of lying under oath. You can't do that. It's a bozo. No, no, it's it's crime. And why? You know, every American should be outraged by this, and I don't care what letter you have after your name. And it's not really a big the, the Alec Ball. Now, I, granted, I spent an hour talking about it because it was on my mind. But the Chris, the Alec Baldwin story is bigger than this. That's amazing. Let's go to a Dune review. Here's Eddie. <laughs> Eddie, how are you? A great brother, great brother. Have you, has anybody called in to tell you how, what the new one is? What the new one looks like? No, I haven't. No, have I you like seen it, it so far? Uh, it came. It, it came out yesterday on HBO Max at. 1800 and i'm talking me and my old lady we bought popcorn and all the goodies that we could to sit by and watch it it's going to be one of those movies that's going to be about three or four movies long well they're going to make more obviously there are more books but i mean what did you think what did you think of the of this one this this one well i think it was pretty awesome and and you didn't get to see the emperor you didn't get to see the the worm travelers you didn't get to see any of that part so i'm pretty sure the next movie is going to be about the emperor right because the book the, the, the what, what the original movie did is they com- compressed yeah the storyline super it's super compressed and if you go off the books all these houses go back uh, like uh like the Atreides, the book says it goes back to the lineage all the way to Roman times. Oh wow! Oh, I didn't know you that. Get, you get thanks for ruining it for me. A, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you get to know, well, you get to see a piece of it in the movie because you're like, why do they have a picture of a guy bullfighting? <laughs> well, if you if you think right. of, if you think about the books, it goes all the way back to I've heard the that Spanish right. And Roman times, so you're like, oh, okay. But, but before it, you ruin any more of, of it for me, I'm kidding. I'm just messing with it. So, but you no, thought it, it you goes, thought, it, but you thought it was good. You liked the movie. It, it, oh yeah, but the only thing that was just like, ah, oh, we're gonna have to watch three or four movies now to get well, the whole. That's how everything is now. Yeah, that's, that, that's how everything is now. <laughs> yeah, and I'll let you go. And right. let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Thank you. There. So there it is. Well, I figured. Because and that's one of the criticisms of the of the David Lynch movie from the eighties is that it compressed the story into one movie, uh, and people who had read the books were upset about that. Chris is sitting in the Chris, he's sitting in the producer studio, Dennis, and he's watching it. It's the picture. Don't tell me anything. I'm sorry. What? Don't tell me anything. Jesus already let the Roman thing slip. What's that, Dennis? I wasn't paying attention. What, What was that? Chris is still, he's watching the new Dune on his phone in the producer studio, yeah. and he's ruining it. He's, he's telling, he's letting, stop it, turn it off! It's pretty good so ah! far. Stop! Stop! I'm going to start defibrillating. I'm going to start going, and it'll feel bad when smoke well, starts coming out of my ears. But if you don't, then maybe that means you don't need it. So this will be like you a, know, a second test. No, that's test. fine. Echo test. Don't. It's echoing no. the echo test. Stop. <laughs> I sound like Willy Wonka there. No, wait, stop, please. No, I'm just, I'm, please, please don't play any more for me. Please. Please, I'll give you a dollar. 
Uh, okay, uh, let's see what the hell's going on here. 210-599-5555. You know, I, I want to go see it with the, with the family unit, obviously. And they'll have even less idea what's going on than I do. <laughs> I thought I'd try to get them to watch the original this weekend. Because if you don't know what the hell's going on, when I first saw the first one, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Why are those things in their noses? Everyone have COVID? <laughs> the spice must flow. You should take Chris with you to the theater. No, so I'm he, not going. He's not going to have to go. He's already seen. He's, right. he's watching it right now. Right, Why so would he, I take him? He could spoil the whole thing. No, I'm not going to. No, no, I'm not going to take it. No, he's there. watching. No, no, he's watching. He's watching it there in the producer's studio on his little phone. Yeah. That's fine. He doesn't need to see it. <sighs> Just whispering in your ear what, you know, what the next scene's going to be. You know, no. He's a very strange man. 210-599-5555. Let's take a little breaky-wakey. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA. I was just talking to Rudy J. He's got a social media thing to do. Plus, we're talking about Dune. Um, oh, wait, we got Al... New Dune, Sam, not Dune. Oh, it's almost eight bucks a gallon of gas in California, and Joe says, uh, Biden says he has no near-term solution. No near-term. You can't just say we don't have anything, we don't know what to do yet. No near-term. That's political speak. Oh, and uh, and I, I got to call out, because Chris has been tormenting me by uploading the new Dune movie on his phone, and he comes in here playing the audio, and I'm one of those guys where, I, if I'm, before I watch a movie, I don't want to hear anything about it, I don't want to see it. He's tormenting me, so I got to give him give him some stuff back. Chris is a very strange man. Chris gets hung, Chris, there was a commercial on here just now, because Chris was a Boy Scout, right? Weren't you like a four-star general in the Boy Scouts or something like that, or an admiral? Exactly. And and, and He's a general. He's a general. And there's a commercial. Who is the guy, the football guy? Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Montana is Montana. Joe Montana is talking about some crap, and he's acting like he's going camping. Right? And so the car is packed with camping crap. Well, he's packing the car. Yeah, and as and there's an inflated raft or boat, canoe, on top of the car. And Chris got upset about that. And he got he got genuinely upset because... You would never drive anywhere with a, with a, with the, inf- the, the, the raft inflated like that and fly off. You would inflate it. You'd keep it in the car. You know, and then we're having this conversation during the commercial break. I'm like, well, it, it, it's not a kayak. It's a commercial, man. I mean, they got to let you know that he's well, going boating. If they want to you know, demonstrate him going camping, is he going to set up the tent and then well, put it on top it of the car? Well, it doesn't matter. They're not, they're not actually going camping. They're on a set someplace. Good thing Alec Baldwin wasn't there. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. But there's a raft on, you know, and he got upset about that. Chris will get upset at commercials he sees on TV. And I don't, I'm not watching the commercials, and so I never know what the hell he's talking about. It feels like he needs the Dr. Rick from the progressive commercials about becoming your parents. <laughs> you would never drive anywhere with a raft inflated on your roof, man. And Chris... The doctor had to come in and be like, you know, leave leave them alone. They they seem to know what they're doing. You don't need to <laughs> tell them how to transport their raft. It's just the raft isn't going anywhere, man. It's staying in the shot. It's just to, to let it know that you. All right, I stop. See how you are. See how you are. See how you are. I'm not listening. Can't hear you. Al, what do you want?
Ow. Hey. Hey, hey, what's going on, I, man? <laughs> hey, I saw the new Dune last night. Man, yeah. I recommend it. It was I good. I've the book. I've seen the other movies. i got the other movies at home, and I recommend it. It's visually stunning, and the acting is great. Oh, that yeah, makes me happy. A little, they took a little poetic license, but not that bad. Right. Actually, they kind of improved on it a little bit, too. So I, I recommend it to everybody. Well, the guy who directed this Villeneuve guy did the Blade Runner 2049. Which the plot was kind of stupid. Well, the plot was kind of stupid, but visually it was gorgeous. So I'm I'm kind of curious to see how he does Dune. Well, uh, that 2049 movie, uh, Blade Runner, boy, that was just so boring. There was nothing new about it. Well, I thought the plot was just kind of contrived. You know what I mean? But uh, it looked great. So (laughs) I mean, it really. I mean, in that movie, he really did capture sort of the, the Ridley Scott. You know, look of the original movie. It's just the plot sucked. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, you can only try, but hey, that one really didn't work for me. But, but uh, Dune, I recommend to everybody. Excellent, man. Thank you so much, dude. Take care. Bye. Rock, rock on. Sam is talking about not Dune. Sam, how are you? Sam. Good morning. Are you there? Are you? Yeah, I'm here. Well, there you are. I just heard a truck go by. I was. Are you standing yeah, alongside the road I'm, there? I'm I'm walking my dogs, you know, something I've advised you to do, you know. <laughs> oh, was that a fat hey. joke? No, 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 no. Hey, no, 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 no. Hey, um, you, you're a little familiar with airlines, right, and delays and stuff? I guess, yeah. Okay, you know, when snow didn't happen and Southwest Airlines canceled their flights or, you know, held flights for five days because of snow bidding in Florida or Georgia, Right. How come only the other airlines had that problem? You know. Well, because they're full of crap. It's about pilots not showing up to work. You know, because they lied. They lied. Just like Biden is lying. Yes. They're all liars. Just like you keep your doctor, keep your plan, and all that stuff. They're all liars. They lie. Yeah, I gotta go. Uh, Yeah, Fauci was a liar too. I mean, we know he's a liar now. The show is upsetting me. I'm just getting upset left and right, man. I'm just getting upset, Chris. God, I'm just getting upset. What have you done to me? It's all Chris's fault. She just torments me. And I go home and my wife torments me. I am in a constant state of torment. How's your Friday going? 210-599-5555. Spice. The spice must flow. Spice. I know a lot of people hated it, but I do like the first one, man. Remember Brad Durf was in that and played that weird guy? Uh, what was his line from that movie? Uh, oh, hell, I had it here. Now it's gone. Well, what a way to set something up just to fail miserably. I, I was going to read the quote, but then it just went away on my face puke page. All right. Uh, 210-599-5550. Hey, it's Friday. What do you want from me? Uh, let's take a little break and we'll come back and do some more meaningless crap. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Oh, it is by will alone I set my mind in motion. It is by the juice of Sappho that thoughts acquire speed, the lips acquire stains, the stains become a warning. It is by will alone I set my mind in motion. 90% of you have no idea what I just said. It's from Dune. Uh, uh, Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. And we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I hate Antifa. 
They can kiss my ass. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to say it. They are so disgusting. I just said that. That's right. At the University of North Texas in Denton, uh, Monday night, uh, there was a vigil held by the young conservatives of Texas uh, on campus, and it was just a handful. It wasn't a whole lot of folks. It was only, I don't know, a handful of folks lighting candles, and they were praying. Now, they're a pro-life group. So they're there praying for the spirits and the you know for the all the babies who have been killed by abortion. It's just a small group of kids, man. You have a vigil, a prayer vigil. Well, uh, Antifa found out somebody uh, put uh, some kind of alert uh, on social media because they're they're Antifa calls them fascists, right? Fascists are organizing in your area. Tonight, the young conservatives have invited influencers and white nationalists to a pro-life vigil in supporting Christo-fascist abortion legislation. Bet you had to look that crap up, didn't you? Learn how to spell it. And so, and you know, hundreds of these pukes show up. Hundreds. To harass people at a prayer vigil, whom they refer to as fascists. Now, follow me on this. They show up with bullhorns. They're they're playing music. They're playing instruments. They're throwing things at them. They brought whistles. They're screaming, blank your God. Uh, they're screaming, you should kill, in bullhorns, you should kill yourself. Hundreds of them. Now, you know, if you're being, if you're, if you're pro antifa moron out there listening, this you just don't don't worry about this part because it won't it won't mean anything to you because you have no intellect. Okay, if and you obviously don't know the definition of the word fascism. Anti-fascist. You're an anti-fascist, right? Right. Okay. Who's the fascist in this situation? Who is the fascist in this situation? The folks at the prayer vigil, or the hundreds of a-holes who show up to shout them down, physically harass them, insult them, blank your God, and it's the F-bomb. Who's the fascist in the room here? Yeah, Antifa. Antifa, they're the, they're the, uh, they're basically the, the kind of the moronic stormtroopers of the radical left in this country. And uh, they're not very good at it, first off. And they're just pointlessly violent and moronic. Okay, the small group of people praying with candles. I'm sorry, did that bother you? Did that upset you? Oh, poor little baby. You had to go out there and harass them because a prayer vigil that if you hadn't seen a stinking thing on social media, you wouldn't have even known had happened? You're the fascists. You are the fascist. And if you don't know that, you are a freaking idiot. A useful idiot for some folks in this country. Okay, fascists don't want contrary opinions to be heard. Fascists will bully and, and, and beat people up if they're voicing an opinion that they don't agree with. That's what a fascist does. They silence people they disagree with. 
let's see here. I saw a quote by somebody who was at the at the rally or the the uh, some girl. I think they just really hate anybody who doesn't agree with everything that they believe. And they really don't know how to cope with other people who have different beliefs. So they want to silence us and say that we're wrong because they just don't understand that some people believe differently. That's precisely it. And if you can't handle other people's opinions, okay, you're the weakling in the crowd. You're you're not the tough guy. <laughs> you know, you, you may think you are, but you're not. First off, you run around with your faces covered. You tend to attack people from behind, which I, Chris and I have noticed. Uh, and you can't handle other people's opinions. Oh, oh man, I'm so sorry for you. Sucks to be young, doesn't it? <laughs> young, you young people, you're so high, you're highly overrated, man. You know, but I mean, just what a bunch of jerks. What did you accomplish? What did you accomplish? Son, what what happened? Seriously, what did you accomplish? By screaming at people and assaulting them and throwing crap at them? Did you make it a better world? <laughs> did you you know did you lift anybody up? Did you help somebody in their life? Because you know what, helping people in their lives—that's brave. That's that takes something. Harassing people while wearing a freaking mask and a bullhorn requires no courage of any kind whatsoever. Attempting to silence people who you disagree with requires no courage whatsoever and no intellect. You are artless fools. And what's even funnier about it is you're being used and you don't even realize it. That's how stupid you are. You're being used by the folks on the left in this country who are fascists, (laughs) who are actual, you call yourselves anti-fascists, and yet you are the epitome of fascism. It's it's embarrassing, just like you are. How does that make you feel? 210-599-5555. Well, you know, who are these idiots going to be when they're 40 and 50 years of age? You know, Chris? Right, homeless. Because <laughs> you know what? You're going to have a real tough time of it if you can't handle other people's opinions. And that's how you react. You're going to have a real time, get, a real difficult time getting through life when things don't go your way, man. Because you know what? In life, sometimes things don't go your way. And nobody owes you a damn thing. And you're not the center of the universe. You suck. There, how's that make you feel? There, there you go. You suck. That's my end statement for the Antifa pukes who showed up in, at, uh, in Denton. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. Final few moments of the show. I'm Sean. Uh, story just released by the New York Post says that the union that handles prop masters and technical folks on uh, on movie sets is now saying that the the uh, weapon that Alec Baldwin had did indeed contain one live round 
This is from the Post. The prop gun Alec Baldwin used in the accidental shooting that killed a cinematographer on his upcoming upcoming movie Rust and wounded the director reportedly contained a live round. Uh, a single live round. This is from the the email it sent to its members this union. A single live. It's called uh, Local Forty Four. A single live round was accidentally fired on set by the principal actor. Uh, now we have, uh, we had a call earlier from a gentleman who says his son is a cinematographer and, and said that there is a looming strike in, you know, the film industry, which is supposed to begin Monday. So a lot of the usual folks that they would have on set are not there and they're, they're rushing production on movies because they want to try to get as much done as they can before the strike kicks in. Uh, let's see. Local 44 has confirmed that the props, set direction, special effects, and construction departments were staffed by New Mexico crew members. There was no, there were no local 44 members on the call sheet. Wow. Uh, here's Mike. Mike, how are you? Hey, brother. Love you, chef. Oh, thank you. Hey, you know, one good thing we got going for us is we know history. And unfortunately for Antifa, or fortunately for us, they don't know history. They and don't. They are the current brown shirts for the Democratic Party. And I don't know if they understand this, but Hitler, in the end, or before he really took reign, he, he got rid of the brown shirts. He eliminated them and he killed their boss, basically. They killed the, uh, can't remember the guys that's from Black and the. Antifa. I mean, yeah, they're, they're just they're useful idiots for that side of things. And they I appreciate are. I appreciate the call. They really are, and they don't know it. They don't know they're being used. It's amazingly stupid. Uh, here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. the The activist, the gentleman that was just talking, the activist, the the loudmouths, they're always the first ones that get lined up against the wall. Yeah, the useful idiots are always the first to go. But I was having a debate one time with a with a with an Antifa brown shirt thug. And and his, I asked him. I said, "Well, what does fascist means?" And he was like, "Well, well, it's, it's you're you're a big government supporter." I said, "No, that that's not what it means." What's it? Well, you're you're a white supremacist. I said, "No, that that's not what it means." What, what does it mean? Well, you're well, you're you're it's a, they're white nationalists. I said, "No, that's not what it means." Uh, he said, "They're they're anti-fascist." I said, they are the fascists. He said, it's right in the name. It's Antifa, anti-fascist. <laughs> so that They're makes it so. Oh, God. I, I told him, I said, you know what? I can't help you. I can't help you. I can't continue this. I said, but I'm urging you, please, begging you, look up the word fascist. Look up the word fascism. Find out what it means, and you'll see who the real fascists in the room are. Yeah. Well, again, they're they're moron. They're largely morons. And I'm and I'm saying that to be observant. I'm not saying that to be insulting. They're morons, and and yeah, fa- fascism has been spoon fed to them as meaning white Christians, conservatives, and they have no idea what they're talking about. You know, I mean, they really have no for you know for taking to the streets in the way that they do. They have no idea why they're there. It's it's the Democrat Party uh, standard operating procedure. Accuse your enemy of that what what which you are. Right. One more thing, Sean. With concern to the the Baldwin story, yeah. You just did a little blip that there were no uh, union guys there, no local guys. They imported them. So 
that and that was due to COVID and the vaccine vaccine mandates, correct? Right. I believe so. I believe that's why the strike is happening. More blood on the hands of the Democrat Party. Well, I got to agree with you there to a certain extent, man. Steve, thank you so much. You have a great weekend. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, the, Hollywood's going into a strike mode because of these vax mandates. So on this set, apparently, there were no union people. They had local folks from New, Mex- in the, in New Mexico who were helping, who were filling those positions. But they're obviously not going to be following the same protocols as a union person would, right? I'm not making fun of Alec Baldwin. It's very sad all the way around. I, certainly he didn't mean to kill anybody, you know what I mean? But uh, it, it will be interesting to see what happens. But now the union is saying that there was a live round in that gun. Also, uh, let's see, the, we, it has now been confirmed that the bones found in Florida belong to Brian Laundrie. He was just a bag of bones, Chris, when they found him, and he got it. He got it by something. They could only figure it out it was him through dental records. And uh, I Trey had mentioned that it, we, I didn't know this either, that apparently beyond alligators, they also have feral hogs in this part of the world. Well, they've probably been underwater for quite a bit of time. He'd been underwater for a while, so more than likely it was alligators, I would think. And they just took everything, man. They just left the damn bones. You know, I, I hate to say it, but he's one of those guys where I don't, I don't really feel... It's not very Jesus-y, but I don't really feel much sympathy. I'm kind of curious, though, if he... This thing is going to be very difficult to figure out if he committed suicide prior to getting it by more than likely large reptiles. Uh, Because with only the bones, it's kind of hard to tell, I imagine, forensically. I just said forensically. How's doing, Chris? You still watching it? It's excellent. God can't believe you're watching a movie like that on your phone, man. Don't you want to see it on the big screen? Don't you? You're watching it on your phone. I'm going to watch a movie on my freaking phone. It's fine. No, it's not. You're, you're not seeing the whole thing, man. You, you, the details you're going to be yeah, missing. I can see my entire phone. No, you don't. But, but it's, so, it's the size of a pack of smokes, man. That'd be like, you know, watching Lawrence of Arabia on a five-inch black-and-white screen. You know, it's just... Actually, I used to do that. I used to have one of those tiny-ass TVs back in the 80s and early. Remember those tiny-ass TVs? I saw Flash Gordon on one. <laughs> That's the little five-inch black-and-white screen. I-, I loved it. I don't know why. I just thought it was cool. It's like your own private little movie theater. He's been watching the new Dune through, through the whole show. And uh, I want to see it. I like the, and I know the haters be hating, but I, I do like the original version just because it's a weird movie. It's just such a weird, stinking movie. And this one is supposed to be more along the lines of the book. And I, I haven't heard anything bad about it. One guy on my Facebook page said he didn't think he didn't like it very much, but I don't know if he'd read the books or not. I don't know. The spice must freaking flow. Anyway, uh, that's it. That's I'm done. I'm getting the hell out of here before Chris plays more audio from the Dune movie. And uh, if you want to email me and tell me I suck, uh, it's Sean at KTSA.com. Sean at KTSA. Stop! 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 Sean at KTSA.com. 
Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Wayne Rodriguez, our executive producer. Dennis Foley, and, of course, my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you on Monday. Actually, I'm doing the show for Trey, so I'll see you at 5 a.m. on Monday. Bye.